Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, as usual, uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Steve. With me, as always, is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello. And in studio, we have our first ever. Is it our first ever? I think so. This is very exciting. Special guest with uh, here with me and Jen. Paul, Paul, do you want to say hi to everybody? Hey, everyone. Um, I'm just... I'm so happy to be here, and uh, I can't believe it took this long to finally wow. get invited. Okay, okay well, all right. I'm just throwing shade right off okay, the bat. Okay, all right. And this is your first and final yep. appearance. <laughs> nice, it's Unknown been nice is listening. You. Fun fact about Paul: <coughs> he is our biggest fan, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't think that can be disputed in any way. Oh, for sure, definitely. Um, so we do appreciate you mm-hmm. and your listening of every single episode. Absolutely. Our fa- own family and best friends don't even listen to episodes, and yet here we are. You, are. you listen to them, you quote them back to us, mm-hmm. you engage with us, and we really appreciate it. And, but, yeah. but you're done after this episode. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't wait to, to listen to this episode in particular. Uh, this might be your favorite episode. It this might be. be your favorite. Yeah. It, it already is. Well, um, there we go. Oh, a bit of uh, housekeeping. It's been a while since you guys have heard from us, and that's because there is a lost episode of No One Is Listening. There is an episode that uh, was, supposed to, it was supposed to be our year-end review. Um... But it didn't air because I forgot to air it. And so for that, I apologize. I know it's been a while, guys. But we're here to make it up to you with our 2019 podcast, right? So uh, in this episode, we're going to go over some, uh, we're going to go over predictions, uh, resolutions, and previews for 2019. So uh, why don't we just dive right in, okay? Um. So the first part is predictions. So this is, we're going to try to predict some things, and they're going to be, um, we, the way we, you know, uh, had this discussion when we were talking about it through email was, you can predict anything, whether they're movements, whether it's, you know, something to do with specific celebrities, whether it has to do with specific uh, industries, just whatever you think will happen in 2019, or maybe things that will start to happen in 2019. Uh, does anyone want to go first? If not, I will, because this is a really quick one. Um, in 2018, they announced, and when I say they, I mean AMC announced a bunch of TV movies that they were going to be coming out with. They're going to come out with a Walking Dead movie. They're coming out with a Breaking Bad movie with um, Aaron Paul's character, Jesse. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, we have, we have the traditional, you know, movies, um, you know, production companies coming out with their movies. We see streaming services like Netflix uh, making movies. And, you know, I've seen a lot of, um, like, viral videos of people doing, like, the Bird Box challenge from, like, the Bird Box movie on Netflix. And you have AMC who, you know, they're just a cable channel, but they have these franchises like Walking Dead and Breaking Bad, and they're going to use those franchises to make movies. And I think we're going to see movies everywhere instead of just movie theaters now. And I think, Jen, you and I have well document, a well-documented love-hate relationship with MoviePass. Um, I mean, now it's just hate. Now it's just hate, but I think there's going to be a backlash to, you know, why am I paying all this? I have to go to a theater, spend time there where I'm only doing one thing. I can't multi I can't be on my phone. I can't be on my laptop. I can't do other things while watching a movie. I just have to be there. And I love that. I think there's a lot of people that don't necessarily want that. And with TV movies and more movies being on streaming, I think that gives people the ability to watch movies in the way that they are comfortable, which is in-home, for free, not technically for free in terms of like not having to pay for that movie. They're probably going to have to pay for the service to watch um, that movie for, on whatever platform it's on. Um, and like at home on their phone. You know what? Doing other things. So I think that's something we're going to see more and more. And I think the more, whether it's streaming services like Netflix or Amazon, Hulu, the more they do it, and the more like TV channels do it, the more it will hurt the movie industry. And I think this is just, we've already seen it happen where it's like the beginning and the end, but I, I think this will expedite that a lot quicker. Um, when you say movie industry, though, like if there's still movies that are being aired on TV... Um, versus like being shown in 
like a traditional movie theater, uh-huh. then I feel like the studios will move with that trend and start producing movies. Oh, when I say beginning, and right? I don't mean of those companies. Yeah. I mean just like in the way that we think yeah, of movies. Yeah, which actually makes me really sad because I love going to the movies. As do I. And As do I. There's something, even if your home is set up to be a theater experience, there's nothing like watching it with people. Complete strangers. strangers who are laughing at the same jokes as you and reacting to the things at the same moments as you. Um, but you're right. You're totally right. It's It's been changing. It's changing. And I think the studios at this point are a little bit too late on jumping Agreed. into what they can do to make it better. And I also wish that, you know, they had worked with, like, something like MoviePass to make it... That would have been nice. Um, to make it successful because I think ultimately that would have just helped everybody. And now, like... It, I think it's just a little too late. I agree. I agree. Paul, do you have any thoughts? Well, you know, like, I think there are always going to be movies where it, it just makes more sense to watch in a theater. Like, if you ever watch, like, a horror movie mm-hmm. and you're in a theater with, like, you know, a, a, a crowded theater or whatever, it, it just makes it so much more fun. And then something like um, like a blockbuster film like Avengers, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when, when the new Avengers movie comes out, like, even if it's something that we can immediately stream from our living room, like... I'm probably going to go into a theater. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to sit in my, you know, living room on my 20-inch TV or laptop watching Avengers. Like, I want to see, you know, Chris Evans' face. And... Six feet. Okay. Six. Yeah. Whatever. You know, that, you actually, that's a really good point because I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, everything's going to hurt the, hurt the way we, are, the studios, green light movies in general, but mm-hmm. like, then I do wonder, like, if those are the types of movies that people are going to go see because it mm-hmm. it offers the most optimal experience yeah. at a movie theater. Then, like, all we're gonna get greenlit or like the blockbusters, the and that's already happening, horrors. right? Yeah, and like, it's just hurting like the small film industry, the small films that like people don't need to watch on the big screens. Um, I just, yeah, and even with the movie pass, the thing that makes me so upset is like it helped it hurt. It was supposed to help, like encourage more people to go watch more movies like more frequently and so when you're making the decision between like an avengers and like i don't know like a smaller movie like you go with the avengers because you're paying like 20 bucks per ticket and you're not going to go watch something else and like even with something like amc like who's offering like a you know, like, it on paper, it's, like, a good deal, right? $20, yeah. you get to watch, yeah. like, whatever, however many movies. But AMC doesn't really play, like, independent films and, like, smaller movies. And just, like, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very upset about movie pass. I mean, in, in general, we've seen the trend over the past few years to look at movies as business more than art. Mm-hmm. And so you have these studios that are looking at, okay, if we invest money in this, like, how, like, I'm not going to, put in eight million just to make ten million back. Yeah. You know, if I want to spend five hundred million and make two billion. Yeah. You know, and so I think that will only happen more and more. And you see, you know, Bird Box on Netflix, you see Roma mm-hmm. on Netflix, and I think, you know, that will only happen more. I think Steven Soderbergh is coming out with a movie on Netflix too, I believe. You know, and so, you know, you have these directors where I mean my what I'm nervous about None of this actually makes me nervous. The only thing that I think about that makes me sad is, you know, Steven Soderbergh, um, David Fincher, you know, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, are these guys just going to go to streaming services now? Like, are they not going to put anything on the big screen? I mean, David Fincher... Oh, so we... So Alfonso Cuaron, right? Mm -hmm. He already has Roma on Netflix, Mm -hmm. right? Steven Soderbergh is going to have something on Netflix. Um... David Fincher has Mindhunters on Netflix, right? Like, are these guys just going to go to streaming services? Because that's the only way to get total, like, creative control of their films that would probably only make, you know, tens of millions of dollars in profit as opposed to, like, billions. Um, I mean, who knows? I I don't know. That's the only thing that, like, I lament about a little bit. Um, All right, what are some other predictions you guys have? Um, yeah, so I think one of the one of the things that I kind of saw happening, you know, definitely over the past couple of years, but um, 
I think we're kind of at a point now with technology where it's it's becoming more feasible is just kind of like how you interact with like the different media. So yeah. like you're saying with your prediction, like you, you want to be able to multitask and like do other stuff like while you're, you know, watching a movie or a TV show or something, right? And like last year, for example, during the, um, during the Super Bowl, like when, when Justin Timberlake came out and did his thing, like he was wearing this uh, very... I guess it was like a he he debuted a pair of sneakers mm. through, I through didn't Nike. Know that. Yeah, it, it was like a big deal. Like I mean, if you care for sneakers, if you're a hype beast or whatever, <laughs> yes. is that what you're called? <laughs> Why do you have to say like that? Sure. I don't know. You say it like that's the first time you've ever said those words. Yeah. Like, I together. am positive it is. <laughs> like like you're my mom. Like, yeah. Hey, what's hey, what hi- this? What is this Snapchat? <laughs> um, but you know what they did was when he came out with them. There, there's a there's a Nike app, and they like surprise released it on the app, and it, it sold oh. out immediately, like within seconds. Sorry, so like they didn't Wait, know. How did we not know this? Well, I don't, I don't know anything, but like, did they not? So they didn't pre-promote it at all, Mm-mm. and the very first time that you're seeing it is on his feet. Well, you you saw it before because you know they're like teasing, like oh Nike and JT are co- you know collaborating, blah blah blah. Got it. But, Did you know that it was going to go on sale yeah. then? I think people, like, you know, that... Like, was it leaked? That kind thing? of. Okay. It, it was. It wasn't like, you know, everyone gasped, but, like, it was still, you know, like a, a surprise kind of thing for, okay. for 90% of the population. And, and so, like, you know, like, you, you see things like that, and, and you kind of get a, a sense of, like, all right, cool, like, things are changing. You know, it started with, like, us, like, tweeting during, like, anything, like, the Oscars, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like, people are going to be tweeting about results, and I think, you know, even with things like, uh, what's that new Black Mirror Bandersnatch? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like that's, you know, Netflix had to change their their site's code yeah. to allow that. Yeah. And like that probably, I don't know like how they did it, but like that might not have been possible a few years ago. Yeah. yeah so, sure. like, you know, like technology is evolving, you know, like getting more advanced and like it's allowing people to do stuff like that, which is cool. I think right now it's still kind of in a gimmicky phase because like, you know, Bandersnatch is like people it wasn't really well received but like you know it's it's so cool that there's like innovation yeah. there mm-hmm. so i don't know kind of curious to see like what the next um like innovations or whatever are but you know, it's, it's interesting like how we're uh, consuming and interacting with our media now yeah no i mean I, I think that's a good point um i i i do agree like everything is kind of gimmicky right now what i'm excited to see like going along the lines of like technology is like how vr mm-hmm. Like, is, is VR you... still a thing? Yeah, I think sorry, so. Sorry. Like, <clears throat> you know, what's really cool is, like, the NBA is trying to do, so, like, you know, courtside seats, because my wife and I, we try to see as many games in, in as many different arenas as mm-hmm. possible, so we're willing to, like, travel places, and sometimes we'll, like, dictate where we visit based on, like, whether or not we can watch an NBA game there, yep. and even at, like, the cheapest arena, courtside seats are still, like, four digits, Right? Um, they're like thousands of dollars even if like the nosebleeds are like a dollar um, just because of the experience but the NBA is doing something where it's like you can have like a VR headset and you're sitting courtside like virtually yeah. and so I'm just curious to see how like VR plays a role in like like live events like if instead of going to the concert right like could you pay to virtually be there and I, I'm just curious to see like how that'll play out. So, I, yeah, I, mean, I am very interested to see how technology will unfold, like, in, in like, the entertainment, like, industry. Like, I mean, I'm very curious to see how that unfolds. You know, like, the thing, like, when you put on, like, the Oculus, right? It, it's just, like, that, um, that scene from, uh, what's that thing with the robots? Uh, Wally. You know, oh. like, how all the fat people are, Wally. like, in space. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're, yeah, like, yeah. in their sofas with the thing yeah. on their face. Like, I, Anytime you watch a video of someone, like, or see somebody using, like, VR and Oculus, like, that's all I can think of, and, like, it's terrifying, because that's where we're headed. Yeah. But, no, it's, it's awesome, because, like, like you said, you know, not all of us have, like, 10 grand to watch the, exactly. the Golden State Warriors courtside. Exactly, yeah. But that'd be awesome. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, Jen, what's your prediction? Um, so, I'm not sure how to frame this, so I don't <coughs> know if this is prediction or whatever, but... For sure, I think the streaming, um, the competitive landscape is gonna get uber crowded this year. Oh, so like, saturated for sure. So you know, network t- networks, network TV stations have 
you know, said that they're going to do streaming. So, like, CBS already has this, like, CBS All Access. All Access, yeah. And there are only shows that, like, you can get on All Access, with, um, including, like, The Good Star Fight, Trek. which is The Good oh. Wife, and Star Trek. Um, I think NBC just announced that they're going to do that. But, like, the biggest thing is um, Disney+, Plus, which is oh. Disney's... Um, I, like, can't wait for Disney+. Plus. Sure. I'm. We might have to share login. Yeah. I'll give you my Netflix <laughs> if you want to give me your Disney+, Plus because I... I think Disney owns basically the entire world, but yeah. the the thought about the thought of um, buying into a Disney specific like I just can't do it at the moment. Hmm. Even though I know like literally everything they own. Um, whereas like when I think about Netflix, like I feel like it's a more like wide like I can justify where my money is kind of going on a month to month basis. With that said, though. Um, I think Netflix, you know, they just announced that they're going to raise their prices. So it's going to go from like 12 to 15 or I guess it depends on like what, um, what subscription you have. But it surprises me that they, in the history of Netflix, like they haven't really done that as much. Um, raise their prices? As oh, much. Um, because of the money that they bleed, throwing right. money at content that they're right. hoping to and I, I think they bleed money. Like, honestly, like, they they bleed money because they spend so much money on, like, all of their content offerings. And I don't think any amount of subscri subscribers they have can, like, make that back. Yeah. But I think they face a couple of challenges. Um, so, um, money being the whole thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. but Netflix traditionally has been, like, the leader of the pack um, and like, you know, Amazon has gotten into, um, making, making movies that are like Oscar contenders, but like Netflix really has been trying to do that. And like this year, this past year, they, um, they, you know, Amazon has figured out a way of releasing movies in movie theaters at the same time that it's being released, um, like, on their platform. So, like, The Big Sick is an example. I watched that in the theater, and then, like, very shortly after, like, mm -hmm. you know, Amazon had produced it, and then very shortly after, it was available. It was essentially available on Amazon for streaming um, by the time, like, the Oscar season rolled, or the mm -hmm. award season rolled around. Um, and, you know... Because it was allowed to be in theaters, and I think this goes back to like what we were talking about, like movies being released in theaters. Um, traditionally, like the Oscars is very, very like all these award shows are very like traditional, right? Mm -hmm. So traditionally, even though Netflix has delved into original movies, well, a I don't think the original movie category has been very strong for them, right? But b like. They've got they've gotten the most blowback of like no we are not your your movies are not going to be nominated right. for things your movies are not going to get the they're not eligible because you're a streaming service and you're only and so with Roma which is like <clears throat> I think is actually going to be the best picture winner of, really? uh, of the Oscars wow year, um they've tried out a model where they've released it in select theaters to get around that eligibility and that around that criticism that they've been facing. Mm -hmm. And I think they're really going to be doing more of that. <clears throat> they're working with, like, really interesting people. But again, like, how much money can you throw at people and how much can you do? And also, like, you're doing so much, right? They've gotten into the Christmas movie, like, arena. Right. Like, when this past year is the first year where I really felt like um, when people talk about, like, Christmas movies, like obviously Hallmark Lifetime and then like like it was like Hallmark Lifetime and Netflix like and that's like the first time I felt like like those three were mentioned together because traditionally it's not um you know they they're doing children's they're doing so much and it's yeah. just like when is that bubble going to break and then also when is that going to be coupled with um, <coughs> you know I haven't heard too many people complain about the price hike but nevertheless it's a price hike yeah. and I think people are going to be more upset about it um and again, depending on what Disney Plus does and what their modeling structure is like, and then if you're taking away all of Disney's content from um, Netflix, I think those are really, like, I think it's just going to be an interesting year where customers are going to, like, really question, like, what Netflix is doing, how much they're paying for it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I think the streaming, like, landscape is just, is just too much. And I just don't like that, like, I have to, like, 
split my time between like so many different things to like even like get what I want. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean that makes sense, and I think it's noteworthy when you look at so like all the stuff that will be leaving Netflix and going to Disney Plus. I feel like Netflix isn't really sweating that so much, but they are sweating. Like I know they pay. I heard that they paid a ton to keep Friends. Mm-hmm. on Netflix. And that happened after this like huge <coughs> um, backlash of people who are just like don't do that and and then they they, they spent the money to do it and yeah. they kept this subset of people happy but can they do that with like everything that people are upset about? Probably yeah. I, not. I feel like from what I've heard the two that they will like pay anything for are friends and the because those are those are the shows that people watch on Netflix the most, and I think they're worried if they lose those two very specific shows, people will be like, "Nah, I guess I don't need Netflix." Yeah, right. you know, I think I mean, we know someone who just has The Office on <laughs> in the background, just like constant, and I think people do. I think yeah. they, yeah. I think they do that with TV shows, and I, I think that's why they're not sweating Disney Plus as much. I'm sure they're sweating it a little bit, but. It's because like people don't do that with movies. Mm-hmm. People do that with TV shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where they'll turn on a TV show and just have it loop and just have it on in the back. It's like their version of. Um, I think we're all old enough where you know you'd come home, just turn on the TV, even though you're not watching it. Yeah. I used to do that all the time, like growing up. Come home, turn on the TV. I wouldn't even watch it. I just had it on the background. I think that's what people do now: is they turn on Netflix and they put on Friends or The Office. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. just what. They do. Yeah. And so, yeah. No, I think you're completely right. I think they're pouring a ton of money, bleeding money, just to be like, can we replace something that we have to pay for with something that we own so we can just... So everything we're getting is just profit instead of, like, having to yeah. figure out, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're paying this we much. Pay how much are we? For... Yeah, you know what I mean? I think that's... They're just trying... Spending so much money just to find one thing that is as popular as, like, Friends or The Office. Yeah, and it's difficult, right? Because, like, I think there's going to come a point where they're going to wrestle with, like, who are we? Like, what is our identity? Is our identity, like, original programming? Is our identity, like, innovative technology Mm -hmm. like Black Mirror's, like, choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing where we're at the forefront of, like, how people are consuming certain content? Um, Is our strategy or is our identity going to be, like, we are the purveyors of um of things like friends in the office like keep people um coming back for more and also introducing people to um a whole world of things that they had missed before like i got super into frasier last year that's right that's right like i watched it on netflix and like that's how i got through all of the episodes you know so like it's i mean it's interesting it's they're i think they have like 2019 is going to be a really interesting year for them yeah netflix has decisions to make Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, anyone else have any other predictions? Well, I just kind of like yeah. had a, a thought <coughs> about you know the this whole thing. Um, so w- once this happens, right? Like we're gonna be at a point now where if you want to get everything, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like right now, like people are okay with maybe paying for Hulu and Netflix because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. chances are, like you're you're probably not paying for it. Mm-hmm. You're stealing someone's account. Yeah. But like you know, it's gonna soon come to a point where you have. Hulu, Netflix, you know, HBO, this, yeah, exactly. Like, like wh- God, where does it so end? Much. Yeah. And you know, right now, it, it, this is like a, an option because you know people are cutting the cord on cable or whatever, and mm-hmm. like you know, this is like a very affordable option where you still get all the the entertainment you want. But you know, are we gonna hit this this the saturation point where everything is so fragmented, like it just brings everyone down mm-hmm. because no one wants to pay for anything? Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of scary. And then also, is it really going to be the cost effective? Like people are moving towards cord cutting because it's saving them money. But if you're having to like yep. spend all your yes. money, the same amount of money mm-hmm. on like all of these different platforms, like then, yeah, like but are people? What's the point? Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what becomes like the dominant streaming service in terms of like the primary one because I think. I think they're going to be, especially if you don't have to have all of them, mm-hmm. people who have Hulu rarely have just Hulu. Yep. Yeah. You know, or people who have, who have Amazon rarely have just Amazon. They normally already have a Netflix subscription mm-hmm. and have the disposable income to, like, 
pay for other streaming services. Right. Yeah. If with like when you mentioned the Netflix price hike, that got me thinking. Okay, if Netflix has a price hike, what's going to be the one where if people don't have a lot of disposable income, right? Because traditionally it has been Netflix. Like, oh, I can only pay for one. You know, like Hulu is for rich white people. You know what I mean? But I just have Netflix. I'm you sorry, know? Is Hulu for yeah. rich white people? I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? It's like like a lot of my, a lot of the high school kids that I like work with, they don't have Hulu, they don't have Amazon, they only have Netflix with this price hike. Are we going to see a shift in that where, oh, it, it's going to be something else that's cheaper? So I also um, meant to, not to spend so much time on Netflix, but like I think one way that Netflix will be able to differentiate itself or like be that leader of the pack that I think they may be working on or they should be working on is like that aspect of live programming which is not something that they do Mm. Um, and I think a way to get into that is sports and again I think like NFL NBA like I don't think they could ever move away from like being on network television or cable television because of just the lucrative endorse or deals that they each have in like set but I was thinking a sport that could theoretically be something that they can get into is soccer, which is super international. And Netflix is like a super global brand. And I think it is the one sport like outside of like the States that like really is like the number one sport in like every single country. And, um, you know, if they're able to figure out, like, sports programming and live sports programming, I do think that that, like... Again, I do think that Netflix is probably the leading leader of this, like, streaming pack, but I think that will solidify that even more. Um, yeah, live programming is something um, that I, I think prevents people from cutting the cord. Um, you know, like, that's the last resort that... Yeah. yeah I, to go along with that, I think it'd be... I don't know why we're giving them free advice, but you know what would be nice? <laughs> no one is listening. Yeah. You know what would be crazy? Um, one person's listening and he's here. And he's so. here, yeah. You know what would be crazy? If Netflix got into esports. That's, I was going to say the same thing. You know? like. Can someone tell me what esports is? Like video game, yeah. competitive video games. That's mm-hmm. all. Ah, uh, like not even, not even just competitive, but just like, like Twitch, like, you know. I don't think it'll take the place of Twitch in terms of like what Twitch does specifically. Yeah. But I think in terms of like competitive tournaments, uh-huh. I think they could enter that foray. But we'll see. Why we'll do see. they call it esports? Because it's electronic yeah. sports. It's kind of like email. Like the really, video, but it's like video games. Right? Yeah, it's like referring you're not to games. Like athletes. No, you're not like punching okay. one another. Okay. Or something. No, 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 no. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you could. Yeah. yeah. It's competitive video. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I. I think Netflix execs, if you're listening, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we've already been in discussions and we're launching this. Yeah, I, I think the thing that esports and soccer have in common, the, the international aspect of it, it's not just American, and I think that's how they have to think. And I, but I don't know why we're giving them free advice. I mean, as far as we know, like, is Hulu or Hulu and Amazon like? Do they have global presences? Do you think, like, in terms of um the streaming aspect of it? I feel like, I don't it's, think it, so. I feel yeah. like it's just Netflix. I and think then I'm just, sure other countries have like their versions like of the like BBC whatever. Version yeah, of whatever. but I, I, I do think like... I do think it's just Netflix. Yeah. Because yeah. Netflix does have like this whole section of like Spanish like content that I didn't even know like existed. <laughs> you, don't, you don't frequent the Spanish? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I just, I found that out like a few weeks early. Yeah, you know, it's ago. very interesting to go to different countries and like um, turn on your Netflix mm, and yeah, see like what's available. Um, and then a friend of mine who works there told me that like if you if you see stuff that you like, you should download the content and then put your device on airplane mode until so like when you come home you can finish watching whatever uh, you're oh, watching. Smart, um, and, and then you know take it off airplane mode. So interesting. You're welcome. Life hacks. Life hacks. Um, any other predictions? I I have another one that I wanted to. Okay. That I wanted to um, unload on you guys. You guys let me know. So Unload on <coughs> Ready? I want to discuss it. Ready? I think there's going to be a backlash at franchises. I think people are going to get well, like sick. Like at McDonald's? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think 
big name franchises that traditionally and even up until very recently were thought of as like um, guarantees to make money. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to see that. I, th- I think we started to see that with Solo, a Star, right, Star right. Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So I think Star Wars, I think there's just going to be too many. I think, I think the Marvel movies, I actually think Captain Marvel is not going to do well. Me either. I don't think I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen either. But here's the thing. I don't think it's not going to do well. I don't think it's going to do what is Marvel standard well, right? Like, it's still going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. It probably isn't going to be like the next Avengers. I think it will be okay, and and people are going to be very disappointed by just okay. Mm. You know? I th- so I think Star Wars, I think Marvel, I think live action Disney remakes of classics like Lion, Lion King, Aladdin, Aladdin Dumbo. Dumbo. I yeah. think those. I think none of those are going to do that well. You don't think that Lion King with Beyonce is going to do well? So here's here's my <laughs> thing. Here's my thing because we live in an age of announcements. Yeah. Where we someone announces something and people retweet it or they you know post it on Facebook or Instagram and the caption is. This is everything, right? You know what I mean, and it's like that's the world we live in, where it's just like, oh, this is going to be so good, and we live for the announcements more than the actual content, and so that Amazon paid two hundred and fifty million dollars for the rights, just the rights, before they have paid anyone, before they've produced anything, before they anything has even been pre-produced, they paid two hundred fifty million dollars for the rights. To tell the story for Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know that that many people are going to watch that. You know? And I think there's going to be a backlash of all these franchises. I think, you know, we keep... People keep trying to go back... I, I, I should rephrase that. People have tried to revive franchises. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it works. For every creed... You have a RoboCop, mm-hmm. right? Um, RoboCop, and so, but there were certain ones where it's like, oh, this is foolproof. Like everyone will pay for this, and I think that will not be the case. I think all these franchises will do way worse, and, and I'm talking besides maybe Avengers. Yeah. Right? Other than that, but after that mm-hmm. specific one. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a downward trend for all of them. And I think people will start to get sick of franchises. And I think specifically the, the big names, Star Wars, the Marvel movies, live action Disney, and Lord of the Rings, I think people are just going to not... I think people are in for a rude awakening. That, you know, there, we have so much <clears throat> that we could watch. And I think there will always be these Stranger Things type of content where people gravitate... You're just more drawn to that... Just because it's something you don't know. And I think that's what we're going to see in 2019. I think that's what's going to start. What do you guys think? So, when you first mentioned that, I was like, I was on board. And my thought went to, uh, like, Beauty and the Beast. Because mm-hmm. that was the, the first iteration, right? And I saw it. I thought it was okay. And it they was, have no chemistry. No. Yeah. No. First off, it's not working. So, they had to, like, recast that. But anyway, like, Movie we watched it. Here. <clears throat> we watched it. And it was fine. I thought it did okay at the, the box office. I just checked it. It did like $1.2 billion. So, you know, it, it did okay. It did fine. It made yes, its money. I guess. Like, Will Smith, you know, not blue. Genie, maybe blue. Who knows what's going to happen Wait, there. is he going to be Genie? Will Smith is Genie. Yeah, so cool. Cool. yeah cool. you didn't see the hair. And I, I have not seen the anything. Entertainment Weekly. No, no yeah. I have not looked at that Probably issue for yet. the better. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I... Mark my words, man. People are not gonna go in droves to see these the way they have previously. I'm gonna counter this. Okay. I don't think it's franchise <coughs> fatigue. I think when it's not done well and when it's not reviewed well. So with Solo, I think it got very, very mixed reviews. Plus, wasn't Solo like you know how you're trying to explain <laughs> the Star Wars reboots to me and like it's not part of that main yeah. Can you help me here? Canon. Yeah, it's not canon. It, no, it's part of canon, and it's not reboots, but, it's like, but they're they're anthology stories that are s- not separate, but they are being produced 
not it, to offset the every other year production mm-hmm. of the main story. Yeah. So they're ancillary stories. Okay. But part of the same universe. Yep. But it was not reviewed like super well, right? Like it, it was, was not it was just re- like mixed reviews. And it so was I not think reviewed it, like, well, and it did okay at the box office. But you know, I even think back to the previous year, <laughs> Star Wars. That by critics, it was highly acclaimed, but the public didn't like it, and so there was a huge drop off in box office performance from week one to week two. Huge drop off. But did it still make back what it was supposed oh, yeah, to make back? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. I guess the reason why I say this is because, like, I completely agree with you. Like, I think there's more of a hype around things before they get released because of the nostalgia factor. But I think it's, like, increasingly becoming harder to get those people into the theaters to watch. So, Mm -hmm. like, I think it also goes into our, like, earlier conversation. So, like, an example, like, I feel like when Mary Poppins Returns was first announced, like, people went crazy because, like, every one of us, like... Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, like, the people who are attached to it, but also, like, we have very, like, our age group, really, like, have very strong, like, ties to, like, growing up watching... Maybe you guys are just looking at me like I didn't watch it. No, yeah, I like You know, like, I was really, really excited, and then the movie came out, and, like, it got... Did you watch it? I haven't watched it. Um, It got okay, like, it got like kind of mixed reviews and then I think it's made like 154 million so far and like it like the production budget was 130 so it, it has only turned a 20 million dollar profit so that far it domestic and international it's just domestic total as of now but like I don't know I do think that like the quality matters um but I guess I don't know. Is like Bumblebee like really highly rated? Like I feel like for a Transformers it? movie, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like it hasn't. It's not making back the money. I don't yet. know why. Well, why like, it's why, highly yeah, rated? Yeah, yeah. Or um, I watched it with somebody. He fell asleep. Oh, okay. So you did not like it. I was on the border of falling asleep. Like it's just short of making back like what it's made so far. But I was under the impression that it like was really reviewed really high. Yeah, it was. Um, so I just discredited my what I was trying to say. Like when it's reviewed high, like people will go see it. But I, I do think that there are certain things. Like if Captain Marvel is not a good movie, or if it's like an okay movie, then a hundred percent it's not going to do well. Um, so I do think there are things that like people will or will not watch based on like what it's like, how good it is. Um, but I don't know. Like on a personal level, are you guys like? done with franchises? No, I, I'm not. I just think we're we're moving to a landscape where everything is hit or miss. Mm. But when box I mean when movie production companies only make big budget stuff, it's either a really big hit or a really big miss. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's no in between anymore. You know, and I think it's just gonna be interesting to see, you know, how that influences decision makers at a lot of these production companies and we'll we'll, we'll just see because there were certain things like oh this star wars you know we'll pay we'll pay two billion for it no problem make it back in the first movie but then at a certain point when you're pouring money into into the budget for these movies and they're not making it back now you're yep. now you're losing money yep. you know and so we'll see we'll see i don't know i i just think the 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 bar used to be just be okay and it'll make you know, like I think to your your point, Jen. I think how much you make back was dependent on how good something was. Mm-hmm. You know, but now it'll be even if it's just good. If it's not, you know, if it's not something people are like, oh, this is an instant classic. This is a master. You know, something like Black Panther. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. like, this is a game changer. This is what revolution. If it's not that, then I, I I just think you can't expect anything but modest returns. And so we'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong, but. I just I feel like there's gonna be a huge backlash against franchises, IPs, movies that are just good. Mm-hmm. As of if I think we're gonna see a trend where there's so much hype around things, and if something does not meet the hype, it will even if it's good. But if it's not as good as the hype was big, it's just not gonna be well received. Yeah, I think. But then, like, <clears throat> so it, there was like a um, what, what was that movie? The Ant Man movie, the yeah. second one. Yes. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp or whatever. Like, that one was okay, right? And, like, the reviews are okay. And, you know, it wasn't, like, 
in terms of a Marvel superhero movie, I don't think it did as well as, say, like, The Avengers or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know how much it made, but I'm sure they did okay. And I feel like there are there is still a place for that okay, like, realm. And, and maybe it's just because, like, on Instagram and Facebook, no one's really going to hype up an okay movie. You know, you're not going to be like, I watched Ant-Man the Wasp and it was... Even if you're, like, a Marvel diehard. Right, you'd be like, it was a C. Yeah. Like, let me talk about it. You'd yeah. be like, all right, whatever. So, I don't know, like... It too. made two hundred and sixteen million um, domestic, and worldwide six hundred twenty-two oh, million. Um, the production budget is not available. I see. But then, and then I guess that's the other thing. Like you have this worldwide <coughs> budget where like China is gonna spend like a billion dollars watching your movie. Yeah. So I feel like it's still worth it for these. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I feel like I have to see how these Marvel movies do after this next Avengers. You know. Um. Sorry. So the. Total international gross for Ant Man was like six hundred million. Just the domestic gr- total gross for Avengers: Infinity War was six hundred seventy-eight million, just domestically. And then when you factor in like worldwide, it's like two billion dollars. It's amazing. Holy it's crap. I can't so even. I, I think this isn't specific to twenty nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> just in general. I, yeah. I think I want to see how these Marvel movies do yeah. after this next Avengers. So there's three this year, right? Yeah, there's Captain Marvel. Endgame. Uh, Endgame and then Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man, I forgot. That's so Marvel excited. now. Well, it's, I think Sony that's specific. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. I think yeah. Sony Marvel. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, did anyone have... I had a really quick one. I think this is this is the beginning of the end of Facebook. Wow. Mm. You, um, you think... I, <clears throat> they withstood you know everything. What? At the very least, I think a lot of their leadership will no longer be wow. in leadership. What about the Zuckerberg? The Zuck? I think, I don't know that he will ever leave. I don't know. I don't know that he will ever leave, but I don't know how long Sheryl Sandberg's going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, I just think it's going to be a year of rebuilding, but it's coming at a point where it's, like, kind of too late. They've just been absolutely, like, crap heads about... Um, all of this like fake news and um, data, privacy data stuff, and they haven't figured out a way to make it better. And then it's and like their leadership just hasn't been um, good about being yeah. transparent. And um, also, you know, like Instagram, like the two founders who were working at mm-hmm. Instagram this whole time, while after they were bought out, um, they just left like. A month ago, so I think we'll see changes to Instagram. Like I just, I think like the end of Facebook is near. Yeah. So if I don't remember your birthdays, I'm uh, sorry. Oh yeah, true. I have to. There's a bunch of information. Yeah. 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 <laughs> where, where are the suburban moms gonna go then? That's right. You're right because like I don't know that there is a. Um, go back to MySpace. Like a platform. <laughs> Hang in, out with Tom. <laughs> like platform. In training, like yeah. waiting for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so until oh my God, maybe. We should start one, guys. Ooh, okay. Or until Netflix, that happens, man. huh? I don't know. We can just give Netflix more advice. Be Netflix. a social media yeah. company as well. That'd be crazy. That would be so stupid because I'm just like you can't <coughs> put all your eggs in all the baskets. Can you just let us have our social media network, please? <laughs> um, it's gonna it's gonna be even more of a thing as we're heading into twenty twenty elections. Like I yeah, oh, I just wow, have a that's really true. like I, totally I, I don't know. I just You're don't right. know. How are they gonna deal with it? Yeah. They just finished dealing with it like and they're still dealing mm-hmm. with it, like and it's coming back up soon. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good, that's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> um uh, anyone have any others before we move on to resolutions? Alright, nope. why don't we go on to resolutions? Jen, can you share ours? Because we have the same one. Because I really liked yours. What is it again? What are we doing in 2019? <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I'm glad that I have to tell you what we're doing. So in 2019, I'd like to be a little Can bit... Can you more... use the pronoun we? Yep. Okay. 2019, we, Steve and I, would like to uh, watch more current things as they are... Yes. Oh, that's right. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you forget? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know how to verbalize <laughs> No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, Wow. Um... So an example is like not watching Big Little Lies like a year after it's been on and then I'm like, oh, I get what everybody was talking about or not watching or not waiting for Queer Eye to like have been on Netflix for over a year and then being like, this is the greatest show. Did you guys know? Yes, everybody knew. Um, 
I think it'll help us with this yeah. podcast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, um, I like that. I like so that. let's let's do that. Yeah, sir. I'm gonna try to because okay. I was saying how whenever I say I'm saving something, with the exception of like one show that I did that intentionally with, everything else, I really am just saying that to make myself feel better about not wanting to watch it like right then and there. Mm. But know? why? I don't know. Because I do it because I'm literally saving it. Because I know it's going to oh, be Oh, no, good. I'm I'm definitely not saving okay. it. Okay. You know, I'm yeah. saying that just because I'm like, maybe if I put it off long enough, it'll stop being irrelevant. I don't have to watch it. Yeah, okay. You know, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to watch it in a timely fashion. Let's do that. Let's do Let's that. Let's do that. Paul, do you have a resolution for 2019? <laughs> yes. So, uh, mine's kind of the opposite. What, what I want to do is I want to be more selective about what I'm watching. I mean, mostly watching. Because looking back at 2018, I told myself I didn't have time. But then I was like, I watched like five Kevin Hart movies while they were in theaters. And I paid for two tickets. Oh, you paid? You, I mean, you went to theater to yeah, watch yeah. it? Yeah, I went to a theater to Silently watch like, my wow. Central Intelligence or something. You know what? Was that good? To be fair, I laughed <laughs> a lot. I thought it was stupid, but it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's the equivalent of eating, like, a bag of Cheetos, like, you in your sweatpants. So you re- do you regret watching it? Not, not really. Like, okay, here's the thing. If I eat a bag of Cheetos right now. Why do we keep going to the Because Cheetos are amazing. Yeah, they are So good. if I eat a bag of Cheetos right now, I'm not going to regret it, but looking back, I'll be like, you know what? I could have made better decisions. That is what regret is. Not, <laughs> No. It's, I'm happy with my choice, but I understand that there are other choices I can make okay. that will lead to a better outcome, and one that doesn't give me, like, high cholesterol. Okay, alright, so be more, being more selective, I like that. Be more selective, you know what, like, and, and I think this year, or the last quarter, I took that to, like, a level I didn't intend to, because I really wanted to watch Creed 2, and I still haven't. Oh my god! I really want to watch Aquaman, and I still me haven't. Me too! Was it not good? I just, I have no desire. I don't know. I'm into Jason Momoa. Momoa. I can't believe you didn't watch Creed 2. You know, you were super into Creed 1. I love Creed. I'm going to cry. Like, in, you know. Is it even in theater anymore? No, it's not. That's that, I mean, that's my set. But like, the moment Creed 2 comes up on the screen, like, and like the first, you know, uh, frame comes up, I'm going to start crying already because I, it's just such a good movie. But like, I just haven't watched it yet. I don't know why. I don't know why. So I need to be. That's shocking. So, kind of like you guys, I mean, I will be more intentional, but on specific things. Because, you know what, like, if I don't watch um, the next season of Queer Eye, which I love, like, if I don't watch it the moment it comes out, like, I'll be okay. Because it's going to be there. I, I don't mean I'm going to watch it, like, the minute it drops and, like, not go to work. <laughs> Just no, not no, but the like, year after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, clarify. I, I might watch it the year after. Yeah. And you know what? Got it, yeah. There's something cool about coming back to these things mm-hmm. because, yeah. like... Everyone's doing it, you know. You yeah. gotta, you gotta be like unique, and you gotta yeah. be like, "Hey, I know it came out a year ago, but remember how awesome Queer Eye was?" And then we watch it together, just like we did, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I just started watching Queer Eye again because yeah. of that. Okay. So you know what? I think there's merits to both. Okay. Yeah, no, for sure, for, for sure. sure. And eat Cheetos. I don't know. Yes, <coughs> flaming hot uh, or regular? Flaming hot. I hate flaming. Oh my gosh, and what are you talking about? That's I don't, the only Cheetos I guess you get a heartburn. No, it does. It, you can't eat more than a handful at a I, time. I don't do that with you. I just, it's all bag or nothing. Crunchy or puff? You know, crunchy's the way to go, but puffed, there's like a, remember cheese doodles? Like the red bag. Yeah, I think puff is disgusting. <laughs> I think it's genuinely disgusting. What? It's just it's just wafers covered in like that's just, that, your description is disgusting. <laughs> that is literally what it is. There's no like crunchy is definitely the way to go. Puffy is, I think is actually disgusting. Okay, so you, you might have just, just lost your agree to disagree. <laughs> it's just, um, you should just have a, a wow. bag of cheese dust that you dip your fingers in and just lick your fingers. That's the same thing. <laughs> that's like Friday night. <laughs> That's that's what. Should we have a um, Cheetos podcast? No, I think we should do. You know how you guys at the live, um, yeah, the Facebook yeah. thing. We should do that with Cheetos. Just um, eat Cheetos. Disgusting. Yeah, I'll be absolutely there. disgusting. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Okay, anyway, but just the pops. Yeah, no, I love crunchy. the crunchy Cheetos. Like, okay. I love those, but the puffy is disgusting. 
right. How many minutes have we talked about Cheetos? Uh, too many. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't we move on to our final part, which is previews. Things we're looking forward to in 2019. Anyone want to go first? I'm gonna, I, can I go first? Yeah, go just, for it. Just because I just want to take everything before you guys do. Okay. Oh, so, okay. I only have one thing. You And you might you might take it, but it's fine. Yeah, I might. So, okay, here's the thing. First off, <clears throat> all the all the sequels coming out, I know we just kind of like mentioned mm-hmm. it, but like obviously Avengers, uh, freaking Toy Story, that's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. Uh, Spider-Man, like... I watched the trailer, and to be honest, I thought the trailer was kind of whack. I thought the CGI looked, like, really bad, like, B-grade, like, uh, what's that, Ryan Reynolds? Green Lantern-level CGI, but you know what? They have a few months to take care of it, so I'm I'm happy. They're still in post-production. Exactly. They're still in post-production. I hope somebody from Marvel is listening to this, though. Marvel and Netflix. And right right into us being like, never have him on again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then... uh, I, I don't know if this is yours, but like John Wick three, I just saw the trailer and I like cried. It was, it was he he killed someone with a book. I just yeah. I really you know want who, to watch who that is right? Who that's Boban. Oh, that's Boban. Oh my god. Yeah, that's Boban. Uh, and then the last one is um. So th- this is like something I'm I'm excited about, but I, I have a feeling it might be bad. It's the um, Shazam movie with uh, Zachary Levi. I love yeah, because I I love, I love Zachary Levi. Me too. I like I, I love Chuck. I, I do like him. So, I just think the movie's going to be bad, but you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to watch it. That'll be the, one of the things that I watch, along with, you know, whatever Kevin Hart movie comes out <laughs> next year. I mean, I mean, he has a movie out in theaters right now. Oh, does he? Kevin Hart, yeah. <laughs> oh, he does? Yeah, with Brian Cranston. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. That's right. going after this. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like with DC, anything that's not Batman or Superman has done typically well, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Cause Wait, sorry. What, what other movies... Well, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, Wonder okay. Woman looks like... Aquaman <clears throat> has done well so far? I mean, from everything okay. I've, I've seen in media. <laughs> Got it. Um, do you want to go or you want me to go? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow, I just forgot what I was going to say. I mean, obviously, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just for... Are you gonna be okay? No, I don't yeah. think so. I'm just so sad. Are you are you actually gonna cry? Like yeah. you know they're gonna do they're gonna do right by him, but are you gonna just be sad that it is over? No, I'm gonna be sad if what I think is going to happen happens. Oh. Well when that he dies? Yeah. I'm pretty but, sure he's but gonna it'll, die. But it'll be Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be crying so hard. I, but I wanna be, cry like it'll be about it. it won't be like he gets murdered in cold blood. <laughs> no, you know I know. What I mean? It's he not going to sacrifice himself, and yeah, like, like everyone's going to yeah. be like. Whatever. It will be necessary. Whatever, guys. Um, okay, so I'm looking forward to Avengers. Mm. I'm gonna like totally buy my ticket. Like I never go watch things on opening weekend because I think it's just really? crazy. Yeah, the so last time it, I remember yeah. doing that was like Twilight, and I like waited in line for it, but I haven't done it since. I think Avengers, guys, should we do like this? Like midnight showing type? No, I gotta go to work on Friday, but like... Okay. You can usually find, especially Like a around, Thursday, 7 p.m.? Around here, yeah. Okay. Because of where we live. Okay. Mm. We're gonna think about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Do it. Um, no. um, I'm really looking forward to um, the second season of Big Little Lies and also um, the third season of Queer Eye, but I'm also very much looking forward to it is rumored that Adele is going to drop um, her album later in what? 2019. I think it's going to be called 30 because I think she's <coughs> 30, 30 now. Yeah. So um, I hope that happens. I love her. I miss her. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Is there a uh, release date for Queer Eye? <coughs> um, no, but I think it's going to be in this like first half of the year. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I, it's so good. Yeah, I know. So I know. Yeah. Um. Mine is really, really quick, really simple. It's the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, of course. Um, is it the last the season? The last season. And, you know, this whole, like, IP backlash, I think it's for stuff that has, where it looks like it has no end in sight. I think for things like Endgame, for example, like Avengers Endgame or Game of Thrones, where if there's, like, a, a finality to it and mm-hmm. you can see it, those are the things that will do well, I think. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think... Game of Thrones is going to be immensely popular, and it will be because the end is in sight, mm-hmm. and the end is very near. I think people don't like feeling like, oh, like 
this is never ending. I'm there's just no end in sight. I have to keep paying and buy, watch it more and watch it again and watch the next one and the next one. And I think th that's why I personally think this is kind of related. Like with Marvel movies, like after this next Avengers, the re returns will be diminished. Opposite with Game of Thrones, because this is the last season, I think people are going to go bananas for it. Yeah. And I don't even think it needs to be good. I think it just has to be okay mm -hmm. really? and not a train wreck. I think as long as it's just fine, people will be like, totally worth it. That was awesome. Starting it all over mm -hmm. again. There's something about, okay, I've paid for it the first time with my time, like with this TV show, with my time and my dedication or with movies, like, just paying for it once, when it's over, like, I think that's why with Disney+, Plus, people are going to go back and watch those Avengers mm. movies again. And I think people will do that more than they watch the next set of Marvel movies. And I think with Game of Thrones, people are going to love it, even though it'll probably just be whatever, and then they're just going to go back and start it all over again. And I think, oh. I think Game of Thrones, that, that final season, I think people are going to be super hyped for it. Do you watch Game of Thrones, no. Paul? Okay, no. me neither, so... I Wow, I did not expect to be in the minority for this. Okay. I know, which is weird. No, it is weird. And yeah. you made me watch the first one because lost, I lost the bed and I had to write a book report on right, right. the first season. But I just never got into it enough to I, I watched the first continue season. the second just, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, fine. But, okay, question though. Like, what if Game of Thrones ends like uh, like serial season one? You know, like there's so much hype going that last, like, did Adnan do it? I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be. Or like, what if it's like The Sopranos and it's just like, no, he's about to stab somebody, I don't know, the, the Ice King black. or something. <laughs> I, I don't, I just, I don't think they would do that. If you get this prediction right, that is going to be crazy. But I just don't foresee that being okay. a thing. Is there no, like, <clears throat> not sequel or prequel? Oh no, like, they okay, have okay. spin-offs okay. already in pre-production. Um, is he done writing? Nope. Then he's, why are they ending it? Because they... This past season, they went past the books. So how did they do that? Because like he told them what was going to happen. So the way, like how how did here's that, some so did what they just was, make stuff up? People have been trying to get the movie rights for Game of Thrones, like forever, right? Um, and then HBO was like, you know what, we're not going to make it. But he was like, how, I have this is literally this is longer than the Bible. You wouldn't turn the Bible, all of the Bible that spans millenniums or millennia to a movie, right? So how are you going to do this with my books? HBO goes, we're not going to make it into a movie, we're going to make it into a TV show so we can tell the story properly. Yeah. And they got these two guys who are the showrunners, Benioff and Weiss. He met with George R. R. Martin and he was like, I'll let you do it under one condition. You got to guess who like Jon Snow's parents are. Because this is before, it hasn't been revealed in the books yet. Yeah. They're like, we can tell you who it is. It's these two people. And he was like, well, that proves to me that you've, absorb the source material and you're fans of it so you have my blessing in case I die let me tell you how this ends uh, wow in case I die before I finish the books and I think he thought that they would wait for him to finish the books and just never pass the books and they just plowed right through it is he unhappy uh you can tell online that there is some passive aggressiveness and he's a little bitter at how little of um, an influence he, he's had on the show. Every year he has less and less influence oh. to the point where this past season he had none. They got to do, they just did whatever they wanted and tell whatever, tell it however they wanted. And they know how it ends from him. And they're gonna tell his, which is the sad part, is they're gonna tell his story before he gets a chance yeah. to. But like they, um, so they know how it ends, so they know how, but they don't know how it I think they no. know the big plot points, okay. and that's all they really care about anyway. So, like, that's kind of sucky for him, right? Because, like, as he's writing these books, like, is that going to take away from, like, the people who are going to, wanting to buy and read <clears throat> these books because, like, they'll have seen it I would when, say, like, the end of the season? I would say yes and no. It is sucky for him because he's not telling the story that is his. It's not sucky because... He literally takes 20 years to write a book. Yeah. And people are really pissed at him because he keeps writing other books instead of non -Game these books. Non-Game of Thrones books? Or like in Game of Thrones encyclopedias. Oh. You know <laughs> that funny so much time. Yeah, he writes... Like other people can do that. Yeah, he's writing things 
instead of writing the books, like the main maybe he books. And so people blocks. are super pissed at him. And I think book readers don't mind. Most book readers, uh, people who are fans of both, don't mind that the show has gone ahead. Got it. Because they're like, I've been waiting for this sequel for 15 years. Yeah. You know, I've gone through two presidencies in the time since like the last book. And so I just want to know how it ends, so please go ahead, because I might die before I find out how this ends. That's how I feel about Avengers. I cannot die before. Oh, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, I, I think you never know, but like, I, yeah, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you died before Avengers, it would happen in such a way. Now, I was murdered, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or hit by a bus by accident. Yeah, it wouldn't be a thing where, like, God, I hope I, I just need to last a little. You know what I mean? It's not going to be one of those. <laughs> and then I die when the after the post, yeah, yeah. the two post credits yeah, 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 that they yeah, yeah, inevitably yeah. have, and then I can. Exactly. Yeah. Question: oh. What if? What if he? Does George R. R. Martin? What if he gets so upset about this whole situation? Like he changes the ending in the book. So that's been part of the passive aggressiveness, where he mid because he has this blog, and mid like book he was like, oh, just realize I'm gonna. There's a character who I'm gonna do this thing with, and you know it's too late for the show to blah blah. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay. it, I I there's only so much he could probably change at this point. Right. You know, so yeah. I mean, I, I think for most book readers, it's like the books will be different enough and will be so much more in depth enough where it's a complementary experience, like it's a supplemental experience. It's not an either or thing for them. I agree. So. Like if the last Harry Potter movie came out before J.K. Rowling, like I would probably still read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. Um, any other previews that we're looking forward to? All right, so then why don't we take a break here, and then we'll be back with our obsessions of the episode. And we're back. Okay, so uh, let's just go get right into our obsession of the episode. Mine is really simple. John Wick 3 trailer. Paul alluded to it earlier. Um, I don't even know how many times I watched it. I love it. I can't wait. You know, John Wick franchise... Wait, can you guess how many times you've watched it? Because I'm curious. Like, I, what do you mean? No, just like like less than a dozen. That's like you know what I mean? A dozen? <laughs> less than a dozen. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, less than a dozen. I mean, whatever. Um, it's really good. I like it. I've Wait, watched... Wait, sorry. When did it drop? Friday? Thursday? Yeah. No, like two days ago, I think. Thursday, Thursday. So you Thursday. watched it 12 times. Less than 12 times in two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, 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 I've, wa- I've also watched, like, the reactions okay. to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I count that, too. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, John Wick is one of those movies where I think, like, the sequel is better than the original. Um, is it? It's, like, it's I mean, like a fine wine. Interesting. I would... I, I would accept the fact if someone's like, oh, the original is better. Like, I, I wouldn't argue with that. I just personally think the sequel is better, but if someone says the original's they still prefer, I'd be like, cool, whatever, man, they're both amazing. At that point, it's just, like, so granular, like, it doesn't matter. Um, can't wait for three. It's gonna be a movie that I definitely watch in theater. When is it sure. coming out? This uh, year? Oh, yeah, no, this Summer? year. Sure. Soon, I forgot when. Okay. Um, yeah, I cannot, I okay. cannot wait. I might okay. be at the midnight release. Yeah? He He's on a horse. He's on a horse. <laughs> he's on a motorcycle with swords and stuff. It's crazy. It's like, Kind of crazy. Like, yeah. How is that? <laughs> yeah. Just, okay. Is this what's the other movie? Oh, and Avengers. Those are the midnight releases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Maybe I will take a day. John I'll Wick. The next three. Okay. For sure. Okay. Uh, love it. Can't wait for it. Anyone? Who's next? Yeah. Um. So, this this last week I was I had like the flu or something, so I was I was sick, and um you know it was, it was to the point where like I, I really couldn't do anything except lie down. So I turned on Netflix, and I was trying to find a show that I've been watching, which is called Madam Secretary. I was like, you know, it's like kind of like a, a new West Wing. That is, that has been your obsession for the past, like... I love it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so good. But yeah. that's not the obsession. Obsession, Like, as I was scrolling, I moused over um, this show that recently, I guess, got brought into Netflix called You. And the trailer was really weird and creepy. So I was like, I'll just watch the pilot. And, and then I, I ended up watching all ten episodes in two days, which was ten hours. Whoa, wow. Yeah. But the thing is, it it's not... It's, it's a good show, but it's not like... Madam Secretary. No, it's, it's not like mind-blowing. It, it's just like so weird and creepy. You, you just have to keep watching. 
And then I, I Googled it. I found out it was like a Lifetime show. And I was like, oh, this is, I guess I like Lifetime TV. I don't well, know. first of all, they've gone into original programming. There was no. a show called Unreal that was on Lifetime uh-huh. for three seasons before like they got canceled and then Hulu picked it up. Okay. But like it, it, Unreal is like such a good show. Yeah. Um, but when we were talking about resolutions before, and mm-hmm. I was like, I need to watch current things, like, I was specifically thinking about you. Oh, really? Yeah. So the fact that you really? watched it, kudos to you, Paul. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You just have to get really sick one day, and okay, then, and yeah, just you just spend 10 hours yeah, on you'll it? crank it out real quick. So, yeah, that's... Does it make you, like, scared about you know, the state like, of the world? Af- and... not, not the world, but, like, after I watched it, like, I felt weird about myself, and I started questioning things, I'm like... That's normal, right? It's about and then I was like, and, yeah. yeah. I was like, no, that's crazy. Like, why am I thinking these thoughts? And then I stopped watching it. Once again, I was on medication and I was sick. That might have played a role in my thinking that way, but it was a good show. Like, I'm probably gonna watch season two. Yeah, I don't know. it's gotten really good reviews. Yeah, no, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, if you really want to creep out your significant other, watch it with them, and then be like really into it. And watch them watch yeah. the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this show. I have no so idea. Weird. I've never even heard. It, of it. it got really good reviews when it was on Lifetime, and for some reason they canceled. Can I just it. can I just like yeah. give an analogy? Yeah. It's basically like if you took um, phone booth and black snake moan, and you like what? mashed them together. It's actually nothing like that. Why those two movies? What? I have no idea. Frankly, it has nothing to do with either one. I just thought it'd be funny, but it's like you just have to watch it, man. I can't even. I'm gonna watch it. It's on my list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Phone booth, black snake moon. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna be like. You're gonna have to tell me if that's accurate. Yep. I'm gonna probably be like, nope, that was not accurate at all. But. (laughs) Um. Okay, okay, Paul, thank you. Um, my obsession has been Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. Um, I actually watched like half of first season when it was on air like thought it was meh and then Mm. like never watched it again and then i was very like intrigued by like the whole like when it got canceled and And then then, like the campaign um to bring it back and then nbc picking it up because like i don't think nbc does things like that i like the best chance that it should have it would have gone to like a streaming service um because they have histories of doing that but like, so I was, like, int- int- intrigued by it, but, like, I still hadn't watched it. And then it, it came back for a mid-season replacement um, on NBC. And so I was just like, you know what? I should start watching it so that I can... So I, like, thank God for Hulu. I love my Hulu subscription. Um, I went through the entire first season in a week, and it's, like, 23 episodes. So that's a lot of my time. Um, but I love it, and I love... I've always loved Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just so funny. It's so good. And... The reason why it's good is because, like, exact same reason why you love Parks and Recreation and The Office. It's like, workplace comedy, and, like, these characters are so, like, so fully fleshed out and also so true to who they are throughout the season and throughout, I think, the series. Um, and that's, like, it's just, it's good because it just feels like, I, I'm going to be so cheesy, but, like, it just feels like, like you're, like, these people, like, you know these people. Like, mm-hmm. They're like your family when you're, like, turning on because you know exactly how they're going to react to things. Um, so it's really funny. It's good. Um, it makes me really happy that I still have, like, a whole, like, five seasons left. So, like, I still have, like, 90 more episodes to go and <coughs> it just makes me feel like I have stuff to look forward to, guys. <laughs> so sad. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Um, so check out... Excuse me. Check out Brooklyn Nine-Nine on NBC. Check out You on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and buy your tickets in advance for John Wick 3. Three. Um, anything else before we go, guys? No, I mean, <clears throat> thanks for being yeah, here, Yeah, thanks Paul. to Paul for being our first guest. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the happiest I've ever been. Dude, where can people find you <clears throat> if they want to? <laughs> they can't. <laughs> they can't. I have no presence. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, and maybe you one day can be a guest on no one is listening. So until next time, bye guys. And you want to say bye? Bye.